You are now listening to The Jason D'Amico Show. You just good. look wherever you want. Okay, man. cool, okay. Whatever you want to do is totally laid I'll back. look at you, because I don't want to look at <laughs> Greetings, folks. Welcome back to The Jason D'Amico Show. We are here live, uh, in a sense, at the fabulous Hilton downtown Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at the Millennium Music Conference 24th Annual. And I've got my very good new friend, Mr. Lou Playa, co-founder, creator of Reverb Nation. We bow. (laughs) But really, I mean, before we get going, thank you so much for what you've done for the independent artist community. We've been with you guys for 12 years and counting with a profile. Love the platform. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Um, Let's just, I mean, we've got five or 10 minutes here because we've got a bunch of folks Mm -hmm, coming in and out. But what was the inspiration as far as how did you guys get this started? The hustle, Mm -hmm. you know, the the day to day back when when this in the beginning stages, if you could just expand on that for a little bit. Yeah, I guess it was. So I come from the label side. I I worked uh, 16 years at Atlantic Atlantic. Records. And um, we did, you know, we used to do artist development and things like that. And, uh, it kind of went away in the, I guess, early, late 90s, 2000s, right. early 2000s. Um, and then when when I when they shut down the label imprint I was at, uh, I was there for four years, Lava Records, they shut us down, I didn't know what to do. I mean, you know, what do I do? All I know is music business. Yeah. Um, so I went back to an idea I had is, why don't we give every artist in the world, all 200,000 of them, I had no idea it was like 10 million of them, you know, whatever, I thought there was like 200,000. What if we give them all these basic tools just to do what you know, what other audit, what bigger artists do? Give them an email system, give right. them an electronic press kit, give them a website. You know, not a web page on our site, but like give them abilities to build their own website. Little things like that. Offer them opportunities. You know, let me cut deals with festivals and magazines to get features. And you know, they can't call uh, Warp Tour or something like that and and get slots, but I can because I you know I have relationships with them. Yeah. Um. So I was like, let me try that. So I tried it. I'm not a tech guy, so I met tech a bunch, bunch of tech guys, my partners, these brilliant guys, really good business guys and tech guys, and they liked the idea because they were kind of thinking about doing something similar, and they built it. I mean, I'm just I just had the relationships um, and the and the industry experience. They they're the great tech guys behind it all, um, and that was really it. And we were really really innovative at the beginning. I mean, nobody was doing what we were doing 15, 15 years ago. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. What would you say right now is the biggest trend that's, uh, I mean, and this, it's such a, it's such a huge question to ask, it's a monolith, monolithic question to ask, because things are changing every day, yeah, yeah. right? And it's, it can be very overwhelming for the artist, for the manager, for whoever's on the team of the creative and the business as an organization. Where, where's the silver lining here? What's staying the same? And what's really the trend, though, that's changing? And where where is the silver lining, if you could kind of yeah. pull that into something for everybody? I mean, it's weird. Like, the old days, it was radio. So you had a, you know, you got 20, 30, 40 songs shoved down your throat by the major labels to get, you know, to break a couple of bands a year right. at radio only. And that's the only place people listen to music, pretty much, other than buying something and playing it at their house. But then you have now you have Spotify and Apple playlisting and things. So really, that's kind of like the new radio. Like playlisting is kind of like the new radio. And how do you get on these big playlists? It's there's algorithms involved. There's probably payola. Well, you know, I don't want to say that, but <laughs> uh, you know, um, but there's probably a lot of things involved that 
just like old school days of independent radio, probably no different now. Uh, I'm not going to say there is or there isn't. Just different means. Different means. Different kinds of independent information. Different means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that's what's, it is what's happening right now. It's, you got to get on these playlists so people can listen to your music. Yeah. Uh, But at least it's available to anyone. Right. Where in the old days, it was only available to, you know, hands full of artists each year that the range of labels are putting out. So it's kind of, kind of equal to playing field in a way, but still the major labels still have the big share of the playlist if you look at them if you really look at the big playlists what would you say is the biggest um well let me let me let me take it let me take it from this perspective if you were to uh put into three bullet points what the biggest mistakes were that you made in your life Mm mm-hmm and, and if they if they were mistakes though mm-hmm. even you know if you could just kind of hit on those three bullet points and you know what what they were and what you learned from in those in those processes what would those be wow uh <laughs> we're drilling you man I, I guess some of them <laughs> like one mistake is i probably should have listened to my partners more um, cause I'm, I'm on the music side. I, I have, I'm the marketing guy and the music guy and they're the tech and business guys, Yeah, but they're right most of the time. You know, they, 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 <laughs> you know it is. I mean, I hate to give them credit. Um, not always right. And sometimes I have, you know, I've got really good ideas and I bring it to them and they're like, yeah, but Lou, you know, it's not going to work. You know, there's only 10,000 artists that like that. And I'll be mm. like, well, 10,000 artists need it. That's great. And they're like, yeah, but we've got, you know, 5 million. Well, you know, that's a lot of work and money and stuff like that. Right. So we can't do everything that I want. So that's one mistake, I guess, just too much thinking too much on the artist side when I really have to think. But is it a mistake, though? That's it, why I asked this we, question. Because thing, you don't know. You don't know. No. Because if without that cognitive uh, reasoning that you've right. had with building this, who knows if it would have built to right. five? Because that's the thing about Reverb Nation is that we feel like you're on our side. Yeah. You know? And again, thank you for that because it's just a platform where it feels like you got a team yeah. behind behind the curtain, yeah, helping you out. Well, I, no, I appreciate that. We don't hear that often. We hear the other side. You know, when artists will write in on social media, I've been submitting to all these opportunities for five years and I never get picked. It's a scam. I'm like it ain't a scam. I mean, I feel like saying, well, maybe you just suck. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be. It could <laughs> be just anything. Timing. It's timing. You know, not room on the stage for you. You know, different kind of job. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, time. What what would you? I mean, we'll ditch the other question because mm-hmm. you know, if there's any other things that you want to touch on in that realm, that's fine. But timing, as we kind of wrap up here, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Timing as far timing as, as far as just making it quote unquote or whatever that means as I mean, an artist. It's just going to take a long time. I mean, people artists are just you know, there's 21 year olds who are frustrated that they're not signed to a major label after two years of performing. I'm like, really, two years? You know, most artists play a long time right. before anything ever happens. And you don't have to be on a major label. You don't have to. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nah. Um, you know, there's other ways. You do, have, you do need money. Someone's gotta fund that. We're gonna actually talk about that at the conference at four o'clock. Cool. But someone needs the money and the labels do have the money. To fund Show your me the team, money. yeah, exactly, you know. exactly. There's got to be another mafia involved. Well, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. uh, as we wrap, if you go back in time to your 15 year old self, mm-hmm. knowing what you know now, you know, what would you tell him as a piece of advice? Oh, I guess 
you know, keep doing what you really, really want to do. Yeah. Um, like as an artist, I mean, just think of the biggest bands you love. You know, Beatles, Elvis, whatever, whatever generation it was, they were all turned down so often. They would never be the Beatles if they just quit. They would never be Elvis. You know, after they got turned down, Man, they just quit. That's great. I mean, it's just really it's just keep doing it. What if, were some of your favorite influences, like as a? Just uh, as a music lover, you know. Frank Zappa. I uh, love Frank Zappa. Oh, well, yeah, well, can, can we show that real quick? I love that. <laughs> I don't know which It'll camera. It'll probably be right? on that camera over there. It's a, you are what you is. I, yeah. hate, I hate fakes. I hate fake people. That's kind of like what that was about. Yeah, I love it, man. Um, and Zeppelin, I guess those are my two favorites. Yeah. Zeppelin. Two different kinds of bands, but uh, I'm actually going to see Dweezil Zappa next week. He's killer, man. Yeah. Killer. Yep. Any last words? Uh, no, if you're an artist listening, just, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing and, you know, eventually you might have to make a change, but just cause somebody says no, I guess it means for anybody, yeah. if someone says no, or you're not good enough, it's not necessarily true. You know, music is subjective, you know? Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming out of the, uh, the hole, so to speak, because mm -hmm. you're very behind the scenes <laughs> and it's just cool putting a name to the face and Thank to you. the brand and. Thanks so much, Matt. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Really do. Jason Amico here on the Jason Amico Show. Thank you guys so much for checking out the segment, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Thanks. <laughs>